everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Thank you so much for listening to Hop Culture today. It's no secret that we like to celebrate the idiosyncratic on this podcast. If you were kindly described as someone who likes to march to the beat of their own drum as a small child, you'll fit right in here. And we want to welcome more of you into the oddball fold today. So we asked a simple question on Instagram. What is something you love that everyone else seems to dislike? And we actually got a ton of really fun responses, and we can't wait to share them and, of course, debate them. But before we get started, what are some things that make you guys light up inside, even if the man or the world tries to put you down? Well, the man's always trying to put me down, but (laughs) (laughs) I would say one of... One that I like that people get, like, mad about is I love circus peanuts. (gasps) No! I forgot about that. Not love them like Don't they're even my favorite say candy. That you know, like I would take chocolate over circus peanuts, but I think they're really good. What are they even flavored? Are they it's either peanut banana peanuts? or bubblegum. Oh, gross. I can't oh. quite tell. But oh, either way, so it's pretty good. Let them get a little stale <laughs> and you got yourself a treat. I agree with the stale part on like gummy candies and things, but we actually got a lot of candy responses on Instagram. That was one of the most popular categories. So we had someone say peeps, which I feel like is in the same category. Yeah. Very, very much the peeps. same vein. Mm-hmm. I hate peeps. Me too. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It doesn't translate. I know? actually, I like a good The two peep. are not related. I like the sugar, but not the marshmallow. <laughs> I like aesthetic but nothing else oh yeah i love to see a peep yeah yeah love to see a peep (laughs) they bring back warm feelings candy corn was mentioned twice Mm, so good yeah for this time of year and then popcorn jelly bellies which i actually have a major nostalgia for popcorn jelly bellies even though they're not my favorite me too i have to say i I do love those they're actually probably my favorite jelly belly and every time i say that i am met with ridicule Mm-hmm. It's a weird favorite. <laughs> They're just such a novelty. You know, you don't really get popcorn mm-hmm. flavored things anywhere else. And there's usually not a yeah. ton of them in the mix. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a few special ones. And they confuse you sometimes too. They trick you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> so it's kind of fun. Colored. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really like is this coconut or is this? I have an odd candy that people tend to dislike that I love. And that is black licorice. Oh, that was oh, mine. And sorry, Tess. <laughs> you cut me off. I think no. we get that from mom. Mom's good and plenty. Oh, sure. I huh? mentioned those to Luke and he made a gagging noise and I said <laughs> good and plenty. <laughs> they're, they're nostalgic I for me. I love them. They don't taste very They're not great. They're great. Mm. They're not quality licorice, but I love the candy shell paired with black licorice the is so unexpected black licorice. <laughs> yeah like a shred of licorice it's kind of like dark chocolate where it's kind of a highbrow treat and it's sort of a way to tell if someone has a cultured palate if it's mm-hmm. like oh you appreciate mm-hmm. you know like scandinavian black licorice yeah it's european it's very european mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> that's Same true with dark chocolate but 
I just love good old fashioned, like a Skittle or, you know, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Claire loves a Skittle. Claire loves Skittles. I love a Skittle. I really do. (laughs) I think mom was trying to pick the grossest candies that she could so that we wouldn't eat them. She would hide her little treats around. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it kind of backfired because she did that with hot tamales, cinnamon bears, black licorice, popcorn jelly (laughs) And then we loved all of those Dark chocolate. All the things that people don't really like. (laughs) It backfired because she had four kids. So it was pretty much a guarantee Mm -hmm. that one of us is going to like the candy. Exactly. (laughs) Anything else? I like the smell of skunk. Oh, great. Ew. No. Well, not in large quantities, but, you know, there's not skunks in Alaska that I know of. And so Mm -hmm. the first time I ever, we were driving on a freeway and I smelled like sort of a, I don't know, like a savory, strange smell. And it's <laughs> savory. That's <laughs> it's, it's good in a, like a, in, a, in a dissipated form. I don't think I'd like it close up, but you know, it's not a bad smell. There are way worse oh. smells in the world. I was just kind of like, mm, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of intriguing. <laughs> I don't know. This might, no. <laughs> that might actually be the most controversial opinion shared. Yeah. On this I, whole I think it has to be. <laughs> I was surprised when I first smelled skunk. It's not a good smell, but I wasn't gagging. I mean, think about like garbage, dirty diaper. I'm like, there's mm-hmm. way nasty. People talk it up so much. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so many places that I drive around here just stink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, like factory stink. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just parts of the like freeway. The smell of skunk is so much worse than the smell of really bad garbage or Whoa. a dirty diaper to Whoa. me. Oh, so I wonder if it's just oh, different noses. A dirty diaper is better oh, than light. Skunk actually smell? does make me almost gag. It oh. makes my eyes water. Wow. I wonder if it's how some people, you know, taste things different. Mm-hmm. Like cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah. Skunk there's like a joke. Oh, yeah. Diaper. That's why yeah. people think skunk smells so bad is some people have like a different reaction, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anne's face is looking <laughs> thoughtful. Do people think that cilantro tastes like soap? Yeah. Some people think yeah. It's like a genetic thing or something. I did not know about that. I kind of think that I might think it tastes like soap, but I like it. Grace, I don't think that's Remember how I used to eat those soap flakes? (laughs) (laughs) You ate soap? I thought you just shaved soap. Yeah, I thought you just had jars. There was this bag of like (laughs) perfumed soap flakes that I, when I was, I don't know, 12 or 13, I used to, I wouldn't eat a lot of them, but like. Strike this from the record. <laughs> We're all stunned. Silence. Speechless. Like, respond. I think you had like undiagnosed anemia because that's a thing. Like if you're anemic, sometimes you want to eat soap or dirt or rocks or like weird that's things true. like that. So you're hmm. probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grace is like all things that I eat. <laughs> all things I eat: soap, skunk, cilantro. They're Sk- all like soap, and I Sk- love them all. <laughs> to get off of the food vein, you know, when you're in like an aerobics class, like a workout class, and the leader's like, woo woo, <laughs> and like, gets a woo going, or like. It's like, let me hear you back there. I don't mind woot-wooting personally. And I feel like a lot of people I think you love it. Yeah, I do. (laughs) 
<laughs> Your voice when you're explaining it sounded like you loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like it. Exactly. I just like the camaraderie of like woot-wooting together. And there's nothing more awkward though is when someone's bent, like it's kind of been a group thing and it starts tapering off. And then pretty soon like you're the only one, like a weak little gaspy voice from the back. It's like woot woot. <laughs> Why are you the last one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess you right. love I should it. probably I should probably stop first just to be sure I'm not the last one. But I'm just trying to be enthusiastic. I like woot wooting. That has come to my attention that a lot of people hate that. I also love small talk. And I know a lot of people Ugh. that apparently has come under fire. <laughs> apparently. The worst thing like in the world. New development. I feel like I would be good in a situation like a dental hygienist or a flight attendant or like someone that has to come in contact with different people continuously throughout the day. I feel like I could handle that pretty well. Person. Mm-hmm. You could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the situations where you have to be really vulnerable and get to know people on a deeper level that I'm like, I'm going to head out because that's <laughs> not what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I don't mind small talk. And I guess back to food and stinky smells. I really love tuna fish and I like hot dogs and turkey dogs. And apparently those are lowbrow foods. Like the people like to make fun oh, of. I but love hot dogs. People are so mean about hot dogs. Yeah, people are yeah. snobs. Yeah. Hot dogs are America's sweetheart. I just don't think we'd be where we are as a nation without them. No. I see your Idell's chicken sausage and all the things. <laughs> burger patty with lettuce instead of a bun. It's just not the same. So don't talk to me about hot dogs being gross because they're delicious and I love them. Yeah, I love a Costco hot dog without condiments, which Luke said I should mention here because liking things without condiments is (laughs) a little bit of a (laughs) strange quirk. (laughs) I think I got it from dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dad is very Mm anti-condiment. It's one thing to be like, oh, I don't like steak sauce or like, you know, I like a good burger plain, you know, where it's like a really quality... But I do love the idea of just wanting to really enjoy the flavor of the meat in a hot dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really- <laughs> yeah. The really high quality meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Funny you should mention flight attendants because one of mine is I love boarding and deboarding airplanes. I think it's very fun. Mm. Test. Kind of that's a rush. the worst. No, that's so psycho. That's insane. It's see. really good people watching. People's worst qualities come that's out. Very true. <laughs> that's true. And <laughs> it's kind of just like stressful, but in a low stakes way. What's going to happen if you're in line getting on the airplane? You're not going to miss the plane, but it feels kind of like you will. So it's kind of a fun, high stress, low stakes. <laughs> I don't feel that way at all. It feels like it's not high stress, but to me, it feels like the lowest point of humanity where we're all just being being herded herded. like sheep and we're just Mm -hmm. (laughs) sweaty and Mm -hmm. everybody's great. But you feel it at one, you know, like you feel a sense of unity with (laughs) That's the thing. No, you don't feel unity. Everyone's mad at (laughs) each other and pushing. Everyone's mad at each other. Grace, (laughs) do you remember on our flight to Utah when... She came to visit me in Cleveland last. I flew back to Utah with her for our cousin's wedding. And do you remember how on one of our flights, that guy, you know, we landed and a guy stood up and charged to the front? No, I don't remember. Oh, maybe it was on my flight back. I could have sworn it was on the way there. To be fair, maybe he had a connection to make or something. But I mean, I've had plenty of tight connections and I just, I've never had the audacity (laughs) to just like run to the front. I've just never seen anything quite like it. It was 
<laughs> Grace tried to take advantage of Henry to get on early boarding. <laughs> Claire was so rude, rude about it. She was going to board early and I was sitting next to her. I just oh, yeah. thought, I definitely why Grace yeah. not go I board like, with no, her? I was fine with you boarding. The funniest part was she was like plotting. <laughs> she was like, okay, so yeah. I'll, I'll help you with your bags. All I had was a backpack. I didn't have like a carry-on or anything. She's like, I'll help you with your bags. So it's like clear that we're together and I'm, like, I'm helping you. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I don't think anyone's really going to ask questions. So she's like, <laughs> I'm just holding Henry and she's carrying my backpack in her hand. <laughs> like, I can't carry it on my but back. But only while we got through the ticket place. Exactly. And then as soon as we were on the boardwalk, I just knew I couldn't manage because I had my own roll-on carry-on <laughs> and <laughs> handed it back to her. You didn't hand it back. I felt you... Like putting it on my shoulders, like like a mom puts a backpack on a little child. I felt like <laughs> kind of draping the straps over my shoulders, and I was like, oh, "Okay." Like as soon as we crossed the threshold, the facade was over. But I do not think getting on and off an airplane. Is <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, she was That's such a funny. I disagree. Such a funny. <laughs> I have another one. I feel really defensive of Lorelai Gilmore. Because I love her. I would take a bullet for Lorelai Gilmore. I think she's a great mom. I think the fact that Rory, you know, kind of went off the rails is not her fault. Look, sometimes kids just mm-hmm. don't turn out. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rory was yeah. perfectly fine till she, like, left the nest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, you know, she's a single mom doing her best. I think totally. she did really well for having a child mm-hmm. at 16 and, you know, raising her all by herself. Yeah. It's really popular to, like, hate on Lorelai. I mean, I don't see any of us with our own in. That's, like, pretty impressive if you ask Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially with Connecticut real estate. I can't (laughs) imagine how much money she must have had to pay for that. Yeah. I think she has her imperfections. Yeah, everybody does. But everybody in that show does. That's what's so good about it. And if you're going to hate on someone, it should definitely be Rory. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with you, Anne. Should we dive into some of the ones that our listeners submitted? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this first one, I think we all will have something to say about uh, Walmart. They love Walmart. Mm -hmm. I love to go to Walmart. I know that, Mm -hmm. like, ethically, there's issues. Exactly. I know know that, like, we have to acknowledge probably from a workforce standpoint or pay, there's got to be problems. From a standpoint of, like, thinking that I don't like spending time in Walmart, that's false. I love Mm. to go to Walmart. Yeah. And remember that time that you and Matt caught me... Going to Walmart in the middle of the night in, in our town, in American it wasn't Fork or your something. town. Yeah. <laughs> the one that was close to us in Vineyard. And we were mm-hmm. like, wait, what are you doing here, Grace? <laughs> so funny. I'd love to just go for like and a like late night drive mm-hmm. and just cruise to Walmart. Why were Ann and Matt around? there? I don't think we were there. I have a lot of questions. Night. They were getting home from a trip, I think. Yeah. There was like oh, a desperate okay. situation for them. Yeah, there was like a reason it wasn't just for fun. <laughs> Grace was there for fun. <laughs> I was like, hey, guys. The thing about Walmart is I just appreciate sometimes knowing what you're going to get in life and you just kind of know what it's going to be. You know mm-hmm. the brands, you know you're going to see great value. You know, they're going to be out of stock of like 75% of what you need. Yeah. You know <laughs> that you're going to be able to get those giant loaves of French bread for a dollar. You know, it's just kind of like, you know what there is, the good and the bad. There's always a few surprises with like the people you meet and the things you see. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the perfect blend of familiar and unexpected. Yeah. I don't like to be there, but I like that they have grocery pickup for free. I like that Walmart exists. I like that it is there in my life, but I don't enjoy going in. I like to yeah. go to the Eagle River Walmart. That's the only one I actually enjoy. And I think that like smaller town Walmarts are usually that way. I think that I've been tainted by living here in Orem because it's just always crowded. Yeah, that one's bad. There's never anything there. (laughs) There's never anything. So I've just given up on that. I haven't been to that Walmart in years. I like the thrill of sometimes you drive to a better Walmart. That's just part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. I do that now. I'm not going to divulge my secrets, but I do have a special Walmart (laughs) that I drive to. That's not probably the one that's closest or most intuitive (laughs) for me to visit. (laughs) And it's like my special place. And I'm like, oh, these are like interesting new people that are like far away from where I live. I was there yesterday and I went to the back to get milk and they were like out of milk. And I was like, oh no, I still kind of have a little bit of panic from last March when the necessities are just totally out of stock. It's a little (laughs) triggering. And I was like, why are they out of milk? Who knows something I don't know? You know, is there a new strain? (laughs) What? So I just got like a half gallon of milk because that was all that was left. And I went to the front and there was a guy in line with literally his cart was full of milk. (gasps) What? Maybe he was starting like a creamery or like a butter business or something. Maybe he knows something that we don't know. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) He's getting a year's supply of perishable milk. That's so rude. He's making a bunch of buy all the milk. But he he did. He didn't look too repentant. I've been there with Diet Dr. Thunder. Oh yeah. This next one is It's a Small World from Disneyland, the Disneyland ride. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, has anyone in the family been to Disneyland except me? I've been to Disneyland, and I think I've been on the ride. I just can't quite remember. But I don't like it on principle. On principle of it's like all the countries of the world? <laughs> no, just like <laughs> that it has like a horribly <laughs> catchy song. And everyone's obsessed with it on that principle. I like the message. I'm sure there's probably some kind of like cultural insensitivity in it that I don't know about. <laughs> I would have to imagine, but I've never seen it. So mm-hmm. I've been there. I like it. The song will get stuck in your head forever. I think I would like it because I don't like any scary rides. That's very true. And I'm assuming it's just something (laughs) where you go very slowly. You go so slow. I think you can literally hold infants in your lap on the ride. There's no regulations (laughs) because of how tame it is. I don't see how It's a Small World could be any worse than the rest of Disneyland. Yeah, it's just the the music. But I mean, think about like, Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for me. I mean, there's got to be other songs that are just as annoying. Okay, this one I liked, uh, Flan. Ooh, I love Flan. I like Flan. It's not my fave. So I thought I didn't like Flan for a long time until this last year, a friend made me Flan and it was to die for. So I don't know if it's just my palate has matured or she is really good at making Flan, 
But I was mm. like, oh my word, I don't think I've had such a 180 on a food that I can remember. It was so, so, so good. But I know a lot of people don't like it. I ate a ton of flan on my mission. So that's exactly I know that's my why flan. I love it. Out of desperation in Panama, there was nothing except for pinguinos, which are fake ho-hos. Not fake ho-hos. They're just the Latin American version of ho-hos. And then packaged cookies and flan. <laughs> that was all I could ever find as far as yummy desserts. So it really grew on me. I love anything with like an eggy texture in my old age. So (laughs) it'll help for when I have no teeth. Next, we actually had two people say that they enjoy folding laundry. What do you guys think about that? That's crazy talk. Here's two reasons I like folding laundry. I know I've gone on the record as laundry is a struggling point for me. I can't remember what episode I talk about using a pack and play <laughs> as a laundry basket because of the dire situations I've been in. <laughs> so it's on the record that laundry is probably like my weakest area of housekeeping and that's saying something. But I like folding laundry because if I've managed to get to folding laundry, it means I'm doing pretty well. (laughs) I must have had a day to myself to catch up or something because if it's even like on the docket, it means at least I'm not drowning in other areas. So I feel good even thinking about it. That's true. I guess folding laundry itself isn't terrible because you can like watch a little show Mm -hmm. and putting it away at a time that you can relax. But having laundry to fold is so annoying and it's just relentless. You're constantly (laughs) having to do more laundry and you're never Mm -hmm. done. And I think (laughs) that's why I don't like it. (laughs) If the choice was between like not doing chores and folding laundry, I don't think I would choose folding laundry. If they're saying they like it better than cleaning the bathroom, then I'm like, okay. No, I think it was actually enjoys the process and the precision and like the Marie Kondo-ness of Mm. like a perfect fold. Wow. Hmm. I know, which I can't say I go that far. Okay, so we don't have a laundry room. We live in an old house. So like in the basement is our washer and dryer and it's in the unfinished part of the basement. So it's just kind of like a dungeon, which honestly, I'm grateful to even just have an area out of the way. But it's definitely not like a cute finished laundry room or anything. So I had Dave set up like a folding table down there because I was like, it's not working to bring it up to our room. It's just piling up. When mom was here visiting, of course, she was trying to help me like get my life in order. And she was like, why don't you set up like a table down there? And that will you can just kind of deal with it down there. I mentioned it to Dave and he like set it up, (laughs) he set it up for me and kind of like rearranged some stuff because that area of the basement just becomes a dumping ground for like tools and random stuff. So he kind of like cleaned it up and put the table up and I came down and I was like, wow. And I was totally genuine. I was like, wow, this looks great. Thank you so much. Wow. I've just been trying to be like more grateful. positive and he starts laughing and he's like why are you reacting like extreme home makeovers <laughs> like a folding table in the unfinished part of the basement and I was like I'm sorry I'm just trying to be positive so last night I took a picture of it I just had like a pile of laundry on the table and as a joke I took a picture of it and he was working uh, night so I he wasn't home so I just texted it to him and I was like just in my castle or something the furnace is right in the background and I accidentally sent it to our family group message and everyone was like wow this is this is a depressing look at you. <laughs> this is the 
darkest, <laughs> dingiest so picture. So oh, I didn't even know what was happening in it. It was like a big pile of clothes on a folding table and then like basement all around. I was like, what does she mean by this? <laughs> it was a depressing look into not really, but I like the process of folding. I just can't get on top of putting it away. But if I can just listen to a podcast while I'm just standing there folding laundry, I don't mind it. I wouldn't say that I enjoy it necessarily, but... I respect that there are people who do. There's worse chores out there for sure. Can I say something controversial? I think that cleaning the bathroom is my favorite household chore. Oh, our Ooh. cousin Emma actually submitted that one too. I didn't oh, really? really get to that one, but yeah, she said she loves cleaning the bathroom. I would have to disagree. Yeah, that's a big I feel disagree. like I have to like bathe in a pool of bleach after I clean the bathroom. When I clean the bathroom, <laughs> I, I put on shorts and a t-shirt and I end up drenched. I don't know how. <laughs> I end up completely soaking wet and I always have to take a shower. That's so weird. Is it because you just have a shower? It's I think, yeah, I think it's from cleaning the shower. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has a detachable nozzle. The water pressure in your shower is like high volume. There's no way you could get out of that shower without being soaked. It's like But I've never a cleaned a bathroom hose. without being soaked. Unless it's, <laughs> unless it's a half what? bath. If it has any amount of like tub or shower, I'm just drenched in water. Mm-hmm. I can kind of relate. Yeah, I relate to that. My favorite chore is hand washing dishes. Oh, I love oh. washing dishes. I've oh, never learned no. to use a dishwasher to dad's chagrin. Like I just don't know how to turn one on is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dad loads a dishwasher to like the absolute brim. And I'm always <laughs> suspicious of that. So I don't Yeah. I don't know that yeah. I know how to properly do it either. He's very prideful about it too. Uh-huh. If you don't load it all the way, then he's like, what happened here? Yeah. So I'm like, well, well, <laughs> so I'll just put my sink in the dish. I mean, my sink in the dish. That's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. When we do embarrassing moments. Speaking of embarrassing moments, I just usually take a gamble with things in the dishwasher, kind of like with the washing machine where I'm like, "Hmm, I don't know if this is supposed to go in, but like, let's see what happens. (laughs) So I've melted a lot of stuff in the dishwasher and things in the washing machine too. (laughs) I'm happy to say most of the time, if you think it can go in the dishwasher, it can. Like I just washed (laughs) Penny's little native shoes, those little plastic shoes. Mm. I put those in out of curiosity last night because she stepped on a pair (laughs) <laughs> the whole shoe had, like dried sticky pear all like, over it. Huh. It's, it's <laughs> so food like, waste. That it's goes food in waste. the dishwasher. Yeah, exactly. And it came out good as new. I don't know if that's official, but I tried it and it worked. That's most of my housekeeping tips for you. I can't wait until I move and I have a dishwasher. I have I not had a dishwasher in so many years and I hate washing dishes by hand. Oh, man. That's going to be nice. You know how I get those things on the palms of my hand where they get Bubbly. like permanently pruny? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it exacerbates that for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next on the docket is Cadaver Labs. Does anyone in the group ever been <laughs> to Cadaver Lab? I would never. I have never, but <laughs> Luke never. loves anatomy and going to Cadaver Labs. Mm-hmm. Was that Emma, our cousin Emma, that submitted that? Okay, so it's actually funny. It wasn't. It was one of my friends, but Emma also said that she likes studying anatomy. So I would assume the cadaver lab is part Mm -hmm. of that, but I don't know. She didn't specifically say. I don't know why I'm so, so scared of that. I'm so scared of it, too. (laughs) That was like part of the reason I switched my major to English was I was like, I can't have any kind of class that would require me to go to a cadaver lab. I could barely get through 
dissecting like a frog in high school. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things that I've heard about the cadaver lab at BYU is that they have a whole bucket of brains. And I think they have little buckets of like other organs too, but I just love the imagery. Like they pull out a bucket (laughs) Bucket of brains brains. and you can pull them out and look at them and it's just Mm -mm. so funny. I would like to like get into a bucket of hearts. I feel like that'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) A bucket of hearts, but not a bucket of brains. Does that sound like a serial killer? (laughs) That totally makes you sound like a serial killer. But it has very like Edgar Allan Poe sort of vibes. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay, corn nuts. <gasps> I Ooh, love corn nuts. We love corn nuts. <laughs> Only ranch, though. Can I share a childhood memory? Of course. Of a time that at the dentist, he asked if we'd been eating corn nuts. <gasps> <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Did they break your teeth? <laughs> I don't know. We have to or ask you mom. just had like stinky bits. Like, <laughs> no, like he, I think he was talking to mom later because our teeth, you know, we had issues and he was like he was like yeah do you guys eat <laughs> eat a lot of corn i don't remember fully but oh, <laughs> but we probably it wasn't specific it probably it was, was during the phase me. when we did eat a lot of corn nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like i see a lot of kids in here and like i don't know i guess they break up your teeth or something oh, oh man so funny i don't remember having broken teeth in the <laughs> we just had a lot of cavities <laughs> oh, that's what happens it breaks up your teeth and then cavities mm-hmm. come in the little bits. I dislike corn nuts. I think they're disgusting. I don't get what the appeal is. It's just like Cheeto or like Dorito flavoring on just like the most unpleasant little rock hard nugget you could possibly yeah. have. Like mm-hmm. it's just so crown It's delicious. Plus put that in the category of stinky foods. Another like kind of stinky snack. Okay. That is not fair. I hate <laughs> that when you get to be like a tween Suddenly your friends are all like anti-corn nut and you have to pretend that you don't like <laughs> corn nuts true. too. <laughs> it's very true. I mean, you could say the same about Cheetos. Like I was watching my girls. We were at a school function the other day and they had tickets and they all used a ticket to get a bag of Cheetos. And I mean, it's rare that I would, I don't know, usually I make them share things. So for them to each have their own little bag of Cheetos, they were so excited. And just watching like the childhood innocence of them just like licking their Cheeto fingers without a care in the world or like any self-consciousness whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, that is so pure. Like you never go back to that. We all want to lick our Cheeto fingers. I but do like my Cheeto. You know, polite <laughs> Cheeto society. <fingers. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only in privacy, though. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't do it in public. That's just something you don't get back. Mm-hmm. You're right. Once you hit tween years, you kind of have to pretend that a lot of the snacks you like, I don't know, it's just monsters and hot I don't Cheetos. I don't know what these kids, hot Cheetos. <laughs> oh, oh, that was another snack that was submitted as an unpopular one. But I feel like those are pretty popular. I think they're like very trendy. Yeah, they are trendy. They're niche. Yeah, probably you love them or you hate them. You know? I like, love them. I've destroyed my stomach so many times because <laughs> I I don't eat them unless they're drenched in lemon juice, and so no. the combination oh, no the combination of really hot Cheetos and three lemons worth of juice the just eviscerates oh. my stomach lining. <laughs> okay, that's probably why your teeth are broken. Is my <laughs> my, t- my teeth are not currently broken. <laughs> this is like 12 years ago. <laughs> Probably like 20. <laughs> what do you guys do when you're in the situation? Like maybe you've eaten Cheetos and you're in public and you don't have anywhere to wipe your hands or like you can't go wash them. What do you do? 
I always have baby wipes with me, so I just use a baby wipe. But I don't think I ever eat Cheetos in public. I was going to say, when are you eating Cheetos in public? <laughs> yeah, I guess and- I'm thinking of like a specific situation. Remember when, when Anne used to work at the salon and she would go just get a bag of Doritos for, for <laughs> life every day? I was just thinking about what that, I'm actually. thinking of. <laughs> Multiple salons but I've worked at where I was You worked eating- at a hair salon. Wouldn't you have a sink? Well, one time I was the receptionist one day a week at a salon that I worked at, and I ate some Cheetos puffs, which don't. Oh, the puffs! Cheetos puffs. Oh, flaming hot puffs. Flaming hot puffs. That sounds good. I was like eating the Cheetos, and then someone came in. Oh no! I'm like, what do I do? I have Cheeto fingers, but I don't have anywhere to wash them right now. At that point, what I, I would <laughs> rub them on the bottom cuff of my pants. I think that's mm. what I did. <laughs> that's a good emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the inside yeah. of my shirt. Yeah, the, in, the inside <laughs> of any piece of clothing. <laughs> what is it that I'm blanking on what my girls call the cheese balls that dad always gets? Cheese bulbs. Cheese bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have to talk about cheese bulbs. So in the same vein of cheesy snacks, this has completely gone off the rails from the topic of the podcast. Uh, Dad used to always get those Planters cheese balls. I don't know if Planters makes them anymore, like the peanut brand with the little peanut, which is a really cute little logo person. We don't talk about that enough. Mr. Peanut? Yeah, Mr. Peanut. He's like a little showtimey guy with a monocle, right? Yeah, he's a monocle and like a little cane. I think it's just like Walmart brand has like the great value, like they're mm-hmm. huge. You know? uh-huh. So I don't really buy them, just the sheer volume. They are delicious, let's be honest. But dad likes to buy them when he comes to visit <laughs> and the girls love them. For some reason, they, they started calling them cheese bowls. <laughs> I don't know why. But they love them and dad made a little Christmas tree ornament out of them. Like a <laughs> I don't remember why. He was just like, hey, do you have any like thread or like clear design? <laughs> I don't remember how it got started, but he like threaded it through the cheese bulbs and then hung a bunch of them on our tree. He has this childhood story about how he made a Christmas tree ornament out of orange candle wax. What? It was like a little orange ball on the Christmas tree and his mom would always move it and then he would move it back to the spot. Like Aww. in the front. Yeah, it's like a cute little childhood story. So maybe it was a throwback to that or maybe it was just because the girls love them so much. But now every time they come to visit, they're like, hope grandpa gets cheese bulbs. It's like his special <laughs> yeah, the girl. Last time mom and dad came to visit, they showed up to our house with a bag of great value cheese bulbs. And <laughs> we left Hazel with them one night. And like when we came back, I was like, oh, how'd it go? And mom was like, oh, it was great. You know, I had something to do, so I left Hazel with Dad for a while, and he was just feeding her tons of cheese bulbs, and she was just laughing at him, like, hey. <laughs> but once they left, I ate, like, almost all the cheese bulbs myself. They were really good. <laughs> okay, one last one. And if I didn't get to yours, I just want to say, if you submitted one, we had so many. We had some awesome ones. So thank you so much for submitting them. I tried to just get a variety. Oh, and I forgot to mention a few of them were a little political, a little spicy. I'm not going to go into mm. the details. Tell me off the air. <laughs> yeah, off the air. I'll give you guys the skinny because there are a few where I was like, oh, I don't know if we can mention these without stirring up controversy amongst the listeners. But <laughs> the last one, this one's controversial enough. 
long car rides with children. Talk about what? a dark horse. I know. I know. That surprises me. I've never done a long car ride with a child. Yeah. I guess Tess. Yeah, Tess. And Tess was a pleasant little thing, so she doesn't really count. <laughs> Except the knees. The pesky Yeah, knees. I, yeah <laughs> Anne, can, can, Anne disagrees. So. <laughs> we weren't really a road tripping kind of family, so we didn't have a lot of experience with this. I think a lot of your tolerance for long drives comes from like if you grew up in a family that drove everywhere, which we did not because Alaska, it's too far to drive to like the lower 48 regularly. We never did. And within the state, there's a lot of places that just you can't go by road. So we just didn't do a ton. I mean, maybe like three hours or four hours max, you know, but I just did a long, it was four and a half, five hours this last weekend. We went on a little upstate New York trip and went to church history sites and it was super fun. But I would go ahead and say that is not on my list of things that I enjoy in any way. Mm -mm. There was a lot of, oh, do you guys remember I'm going to butcher the song, but it's like, Zimbabwe, oh, Zimbabwe, we're on a gypsy caravan. <laughs> hey, does that ring any bells? That does ring Is a bell. Is it from Madeline? It's the Madeline cartoon. Yes. Um, <laughs> my girls watched that like a thousand times. And Dave was like, oh, we forgot. So our van has hookups to headphones in the way back. But Molly's car seat and like the pilot seat in the middle wouldn't reach it. And he's like, as soon as we got in and Madeline started, he's like, oh, we should have brought the headphones. <laughs> and I was like, well, that wouldn't. Yeah, I was like, that wouldn't work because Molly, like they wouldn't reach Molly. And he's like, I know. <laughs> he's like so sad that we had to just listen to Madeline for like five that's a bummer still wouldn't have worked and then henry crying and just the panic and everyone eating snacks constantly and like whining about how long it's taking saying they're car sick saying they're car sick my kids think car sick just means you're sick of being in the car (laughs) (laughs) gratefully they don't actually get car sick but they'll say mom i'm car sick and that just means like i'm sick of (laughs) and i'm like in that case i am too but (laughs) did the person give their like elaborate on it i'm so curious i'm so curious no i could ask her i know she has done a lot of long car rides with children because it's one of my good friends so and i always uh, have been impressed but maybe she had a secret tolerance for it all this time that i, <laughs> I didn't know about so <laughs> okay should we move on to weekly wins mm-hmm. i have a good one so mine is a book because i do read now <gasps> Anne's a reader <laughs> it's called dial a for aunties have you guys heard of it? I've no. heard of that. It's so cute. I don't know when it came out. So if it's like old news, then I'm sorry. But it's about this girl. Actually, I'm not good at explaining stories. So I'll just <laughs> read the blurb. It says, what happens when you mix one accidental murder with 2,000 wedding guests and then toss in a possible curse on three generations of an immigrant Chinese Indonesian family? You get four meddling Asian aunties coming to the rescue. So yeah, it involves like an accidental murder. It's not like murder heavy. I it's not say. like a dark. If yeah, Anne's reading yeah. it. <laughs> I'm reading it because I normally can't read like any, anything having to do with like anyone's death. It's really funny and it's really cute because, it, yeah, it's about this multi-generational immigrant family and they're not wedding planners, but they're all like involved in putting on this wedding and it's just really fun. Yeah, really that sounds cute. super cute. I looked it up. It looks like it just came out this last April. Oh, you did yeah, it. Relatively new. I think it's going to be a Netflix movie. Oh, wow. Let me guess. Reese Witherspoon's involved. 
Uh, I don't think so. There's I no feel white like she people. She buys up the book. rights to like any trendy book. Now. It's like Reese Witherspoon's producing it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Reese. Yeah, we all we all love mm-hmm. Reese. It might have. I feel like maybe it has a few bad words. Read at your own discretion. I feel like we always have to give a disclaimer. With yeah, yeah, where we're like, it has some bad words. <laughs> Nobody blame us. Yeah. Please don't blame us. That sounds really cute. I'm looking it up. I'm definitely putting that on my list. Yeah, it's really too. like a cute one. Okay, who's next? Well, mine is also book related. Luke and I are listening to the Harry Potters. Mm-hmm. It is the season. I feel like fall is the perfect time for Harry Potter. And I hadn't read the books since I was like 12. So I'm loving them. And I have discovered that they make running go by way faster. Like if I listen to books instead of listening to music, that's not like a new idea, but I had never tried it. I was worried I'd zone out, but it actually helps me like not think about running. I feel like when I'm blasting music, I can't hear like my footsteps and my like staggered like haggard breathing but if i'm listening <laughs> to like information i i don't know it's just never worked for me i can hear myself like that's what i thought breath. too because i had tried it before but i think the thing is it helps me because sometimes i zone out of audiobooks and like podcasts and stuff but if the choice is thinking about running or thinking about <laughs> the book i'm listening to i'm a lot more likely to pay attention so it helps me pay attention to my book and have something <laughs> to focus on we're on the third book and they're just so good they're so good mm-hmm. and the audio versions i mean those are just iconic yeah they're so good Well, my weekly win is, I already mentioned we had a really fun weekend trip, which I feel like anytime we have a family trip that does not have some kind of mishap or disaster, that is definitely something worth celebrating. But more off the beaten path is just, I finally decided to sell my soul and invest my life savings in batteries, just having backup batteries, lots of batteries, (laughs) Costco packs of batteries in my house. And it's made a big difference. Okay, batteries are approximately $1 million. Mm -hmm. If you go to buy a four-pack of double A's, it's like $9 for like four batteries. Yeah. And for so much of my life, I've sort of subsisted on like, oh, I'm poor. So like, you know, college, first married, anytime you need batteries, I would just be like, oh, I need C batteries or whatever. I would go. They're so expensive. I don't want to spend the money on them. So I would just buy like the smallest pack, Mm -hmm. you know, that they have Mm -hmm. at the grocery store. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm sick of the remote not working or like a smoke alarm is like chirping that it's about to run out and you have to go and get one nine volt battery. I'm like, I'm just going to go to Costco. It's going to be expensive, but I'm going to pay the higher upfront cost and just have a lot of batteries on hand. I don't have every single kind, but I have like most of the common variety. And it's so nice because when something stops working, I have batteries. I just feel so prepared. I feel so mature. It was expensive. It's really mature to have a big thing of batteries for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I don't have one You're of those like up. organizers. That is next level. I don't think I'll ever get to that point where I have like a case. I mean, I'm sorry, but a case for your batteries, that's just fanciness that I can't even imagine. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, there's like these cute cases that have slots that are like the sizes of different batteries and you can organize them. Ooh, that sounds kind of fun. It does sound really fun. Mine are just ripped open packages in a drawer. 
Yeah, and that's extra batteries really the only way to do the it. Bottom of the drawer. Yeah, exactly. Some of them are actually on our stairs at the moment, and it's kind of like marbles. Like you could step on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the stairs with your our record. Yeah, know, your family's track record. That doesn't sound <laughs> like doesn't a good idea. <laughs> Well, your weekly win reminded me of one that I can do because I was <laughs> struggling to think of one because all I'm doing right now is packing because the move is pretty much official, working and doing school because it's just been so busy mm-hmm. doing all of that. So I really didn't have anything interesting, but your talk of batteries reminded me that earlier this year, I bought rechargeable AA batteries because I was playing this game on the Switch and I had a controller that I bought online on Amazon that took double A batteries. And so I was constantly needing to like cycle through. So I'd charge two of them, keep two of them in the controller, switch them out, not daily, but (laughs) uh, a lot. And it reminded me of that game. And so I just want to promote the game Hades. I think Dave has it. Mm. Uh, It's a game, it's for the Switch or for other, I think it's on a lot of things. And it's the most fun game on the Switch, I would say. Wow. That I've ever played. That's mm-hmm. like, is it just for one player? Announcement. It's just for one player. It's so much fun. I didn't think it was going to be that much fun when I bought it. What's it about? Does it have to do with Hades? <laughs> yeah, you're like the son of Hades and you're trying to break out of there and you're like, there's levels and you're just sort of fighting monsters and it sounds not very fun, but like, it's just cute cartoons and you meet different mythology characters mm-hmm. and oh, that's, oh, that's I don't know, it's, it's super, super fun. I love mythology. I'll have to ask Dave. I really have no idea what games he has. That's just a thing that I just don't have any interest in. Yeah. (laughs) It's been out for a while. A lot of people know about it, but it's, I just think it's so much fun. Like, obviously, Zelda to me is the best game on the Switch, Mm -hmm. but like, it's just the most pure fun. Okay. I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show. And visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.